Hi, welcome to Responsibly Authentic, the podcast about digging into our emotions with biblical truth. Thank you for joining us. My name is Christine, and I'm your host. I am a wife, mother, daughter, and friend. I have struggled with my emotions over the years, both controlling my emotions and taking responsibility for my emotions. I started to write my own Bible study to find out why my reactions were so intense, and now I want to share it. The format of our podcast will always be the same. We have a weekly emotion that we focus on and a weekly reading taking us through the Bible in one year. The website is responsiblyauthentic.com. As well, our Instagram and Facebook can be found at the handle Responsibly Authentic. Sign up for a weekly newsletter on our mailing list to obtain an email with a post of the week and a midweek post for encouragement. See the show notes for the link. This is week number 21, which is published on May 23, 2021. Our emotion this week is guilt or guilty. And this week we are reading through 2 Chronicles 32 through Nehemiah 7. Again, that is 2 Chronicles 32 through Nehemiah 7. And our verse this week is 2 Chronicles 34, 19 through 21. To understand more about what guilt or guilty means, this is an adjective, the fact of having committed an offense, violation, in the wrong, especially against the law, or feeling responsibility or remorse for a criminal offense or wrong. To really appreciate the emotion better, we want to look at some similar words, which are culpability, disgrace, indiscretion, liability, regret, remorse, shame, or sin. Each week we will follow the same format. We will start with a prayer. We will do an emotional deep dive, and this is where I share something authentic about myself, and I get very vulnerable with you. From there we go into the study, our homework to further grasp how this emotion influences our lives, followed by our final prayer. Father God, as I learn more about myself, you reveal more to me about who I am and who I am to be in you. Often this learning comes with feelings of guilt. I blame myself and I have trouble forgetting my indiscretion. Guilt can follow me for years. I do not know about you, but wrongdoings as far back as childhood haunt me. Help me, Lord Jesus, to learn how to release these feelings of guilt so that I can be free, free in you. Amen. I will share something that is very personal for me and where I struggle with this emotion. Sometimes this can be embarrassing as it robs me of a life that I enjoy or I can say that I'm proud of. Guilt racks my life. It causes distress and emotional turmoil. I feel guilty about things I've done, said, thought, sometimes who I am as a person. I can look back into my teens and still feel guilty. And some ways it controls me. In some ways it beats me down. It does not interfere with my daily life, but it does hit me often. I can think of a time that I was 19 and made a business decision that didn't go the way I thought it should. It still lives in my thoughts often, almost 30 years later and I'm still haunted. Most of my feelings or guilt are based on decisions or actions done or said in front of others. What God my Father thinks of me does not weigh me down as much as what others think of me. No one else remembers my mistakes or missteps. God's forgotten it long ago, yet these feelings still haunt me. 
guilt is healthy, and that's your sensor for right and wrong, but sometimes how far is too far. So this is where I struggle. But now, I'd like to provide an opportunity for you to pause the podcast so that you can think through your authentic truth. When you're ready, press play again. Welcome back. We're going to dive into the study, and at some point during the week, please do read the chapters. Reading the chapters will give you a better foundation of what the study is all about. We will examine it to see what God says, what the Bible says about guilt, what do we need to do to correct it, or sometimes we need to find out what's really under that emotion. We find in First and Second Chronicles and in First and Second Kings that they mirror each other. Many of the kings felt guilt of their sins and the sins of their country. We see the cost of flip-flopping kings of Judah who seemingly stay in grace, leading the people, followed by a new king who ultimately falls from grace in significant ways. Each king who turns back to God and his teaching feels the guilt of past kings and the people of Judah. In 2 Chronicles 34, we are introduced to Josiah, a very young king at 8 years old, who reigned for 31 years. At the age of 16, Josiah began to seek God, and around 20, he declared the removal of other gods in the land. King Josiah removed the Asherah poles and cast images, see verse 3. He pulled altars to Baal, see verse 4. He ordered them all to be destroyed. He burned the bones of the pagan priests on their altars. So he purified Judah and Jerusalem, see verse 5. He carried this out in all regions throughout Judah. And at 26, he declared the restoration of the temple. Though the cleanup of the temple, the priest Hikali found the book of law of Lord written by Moses in verse 14. The court secretary, Shaphan, brought the scrolls to King Josiah and read them to him in verse 18. At the point of hearing the word of God, Josiah tore his clothes in despair in verse 19. Josiah felt the guilt of his nation. Tearing one's clothes was a symbol of extreme guilt or pain, like losing a loved one. The act conveys intense feelings as clothing was expensive and challenging to make versus the readily available clothes today. The act of ripping fabric was an emotional release. It is good to understand the difference between guilt and shame, guilt being the feelings of internal violation of one's morals, while shame may be the violation of cultural morals. Also, guilt is the feeling toward an act, while shame is inward. Guilt would be, I can't believe I said or I did that. It brings on feelings of self. Shame, I am a horrible person because I did or said said that. It brings on the thoughts of others. God forgives our sins. God created us. God believes in us and loves us. Yet we carry guilt and shame around with us like suitcases. We cannot let go of them. Sometimes we carry around a set of luggage. So heavy the load weighs in on us. That's the term baggage. Our inability to let go of our past decisions can weigh very heavily on us. We look at Josiah his great relief to tear his clothes, mourn the past decisions, and move to set things right. Forgiving ourselves must take place to move on beyond feelings of shame and guilt. Forgiving ourselves and overcoming self-criticism, self-destructing behaviors like alcohol or food as a way of deadening our emotions, self-sabotage, continuing the lousy behavior or starting fights, 
Believing that you do not deserve good things and releasing these feelings is essential for us to move on. However, it's easier said than done. Remember that you are loved by God, your Father, and you are forgiven. At this time, I'm going to allow for a pause. After you pause the podcast, this is your chance to take any notes from what you've just heard. When you're ready, press play again. Welcome back. We always want to do a little bit of homework to figure out where this feeling or this emotion is coming from. Give yourself an hour for this activity. Consider something that you cannot let go of which causes you feelings of guilt and shame. Instead of doing the act, imagine a small child, your son, your daughter, a niece or nephew who did the action. What would you say to the small child? Would you tell them to forgive yourself or themselves? Or would you criticize the small child as you do yourself? More than likely, you would say to them, it's going to be okay. Forgive yourself, no one saw that, things like that. Imagine them standing in the role and imagine how you would comfort them. Put yourself in that part and hug yourself and tell yourself it's going to be okay, just like you would tell that child. Forgive yourself, breathe in and out all of that forgiveness. If you have guilt or shame that you cannot get past, seek professional help. There are some things we cannot move forward from on our own for various reasons. In these cases, seek help, pray to God to help, or speak with a trusted professional. God does not want you to feel alone. That's why he created the church. I'd like to say one thing before we go into our final prayer. I'm not a counselor or therapist, and I'm not licensed in any way. I'm simply someone that discovered my emotions were taking over and quite honestly taking control of my life. If you need to reach out to someone, please reach out to a therapist or counselor who can help you or guide you. We are not in this alone, and you can reach out to me at any time at contact at responsiblyauthentic.com or on our website. You are not in this alone. You are enough, and you are at the right place at the right time to be learning the lessons you are learning today. This life is not easy. Just know that you have support. Father God, my guilt and shame can sometimes overcome me, and I start to berate myself. Help me in these times to seek you first and forgive myself. Father God, you love me, and you want to see me healthy. Let me see this. Let me feel this so I can forgive myself. Let me be good to me so that I can spread love and light as you designed. Amen. Please help us reach more women by subscribing and rating our podcast. We appreciate your five-star ratings. Goodbye, everyone, and I look forward to talking with you next week.